0: To the Midday Grind with Martin and Marlowe on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Frustrated women, I mean
1: the frustrated have to be in by 12 o'clock
2: Oh, that's a shame. It's
1: 1230. It's a Friday. Everybody's in a good mood. Blues with a chance to bring home the Stanley Cup on Sunday night. It is the Midday Grind. I'm Jim Hewer in for... Martin Kilcoin, Charlie Marlow, Brian Hoffman is here. So is Matt Rocchio, and we're going to switch gears a little bit. There's a big thing going on later next week that you may have you've been so into the hockey thing, you don't realize uh, Chicago Fire coming in town to take on St. Louis FC in the Open Cup. And joining us now is the vice president and general manager of St. Louis FC. And Jeremy, a lot of stuff going on, but I know you're a Blues fan, too. Uh, you got a favorite story about this run so far?
0: Uh, probably not one that I can put on air. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> it's It's been fun. I mean, uh, you know, uh, I moved to Springfield in, uh, 96, Springfield, Missouri, kind of first started getting into them. And then, uh, obviously moving up here in 2010, I have not suffered nearly as, as long as others. So it's really neat. I think the biggest thing for me is to see people that, as I told my daughter this morning, you know, were, grew up with this team for Forty-some years that are my age and, and such, and at the games as kids, and never thought this was going to happen. And here we are, really close. So it's been fun to see, and couldn't be happier for you know such a class organization.
1: Yeah, a lot of people are looking forward to Sunday, and it's been a long time coming. There, there's no doubt about that. Uh, first off, St. Louis FC. Before we talk about the Open Cup game, it's been a good start to the season. Uh, only one loss in competition thus far in this part of the season. We're already into June. You got to be real happy
0: yeah we're you know we're excited i think um we've gotten off to a great start and it's just been a little bit you know odd in terms of you know games canceled and postponed and moved so um you know you have to take a step back look at this, look at the record and the standings and realize yeah one loss uh over the first you know part of the season here is pretty good and tough matchup tomorrow uh in hartford Connecticut. new team out there new club new franchise um they've struggled but they got some talent and you know, it's a game that we need to go on the on the road and and get a win and you know get back to a, a rhythm of playing games. But yeah, so far so good, Jim. Absolutely.
1: Uh, in, in terms of this game going on the road, I mean, you, yeah, we were all set to to kick off on Saturday. The rains came, that was canceled. We've already had one match uh, postponed and moved to later in the year. You really need to get some games in, don't you?
0: Yeah, I think the one thing that uh, maybe the casual fan and to be honest, myself, until. Know, getting involved at the professional level is your, the rhythm uh, for the players at this level. They really want that rhythm of, you know, consistency of games. And um, you know, when you go seven, 10, 14 days without one, you know, it, it makes it difficult. So um, yeah, you know, it's, uh, it, it's been tough that way. But you know, we really need to see if we can, uh, you know, get some good weather and, and uh, get on a roll here.
1: Now the game on. Tuesday is an open cup game, fourth round game. The Chicago Fire are coming to town from MLS. And I remember last time that happened a couple years ago, it was one of the more fun moments in this franchise's history. But you had to move the venue out to Lindenwood. Uh, It was announced yesterday. Just kind of give the people the overview on what is going on and why that's taking place.
0: Yeah, so, you know, I think as everybody is, you know, pretty aware, the soccer park uh, at times can tend to take on a little bit of water um you know we have water on the uh the practice fields. there's only one lane going in and going out so um for a lot of reasons and when the crest is going to happen and what the water looks like we had to make the decision to start working on everything on the uh you know on the back end so to speak in order to get the uh, get the park you know ready to go in mm-hmm. case we are able to play and then we also had to get stuff going on the back end to move the game so Looking at the water levels, it's just not going to be safe to have fans in there. Um, You know, we have some water under the turf on the stadium field, so it's a little bit like a waterbed right now. Once it goes down, we think we'll be fine, be minimal damage. So, you know, we looked at a number of venues. Um, You know, we've used SLU in the past, but they're residing their field and putting a new surface in. And, um, you know, so we have good partnership with Lindenwood and able to go out there and we'll bring, you know, an MLS team and, and then, you know, the hometown team, St. Louis FC, out to St. Charles County, great venue. Um, the staff there has been great to work with. So, um, you know, we're looking forward to it. You know, it gives us uh, another story to tell, Jim. Like you said, yeah, it, kind of fire in town. It was good, and we get a chance to do it again.
1: And it'll be an opportunity. I mean, the last time they were here, it was a – I'm not going to say fluke because it, it took some skill to, to put the goal in, but it was a one nothing loss, and it was a game that uh, St. Louis FC could have won. So, I mean, there's a reality that – you can play with this team coming in, the Chicago Fire, and if you win, guess what? You move on and you create another chapter. I mean, there's a lot of possibilities here.
0: For sure. I mean, I think, you know, anytime you step on the field, especially in a one-and-done competition, you know, if we have to play the Fire, uh, you know, week in, week out, there's a difference, uh, you know, in, in the level. I mean, there is. But uh, on a one-game opportunity, you know, we, uh, you know, we get that chance. And I think we uh, have prepared hard for the game in Hartford, you know, tomorrow. Once that's done, then we'll change, uh, you know, change our mindset and shift gears, if you will, to being ready on Tuesday. But you know, uh, the guys will be up for it, and, and this team deserves, you know, a good crowd to come out. They've worked hard, um, they've put a really good product together, and. They enjoy playing in St. Louis, and uh, they're they're ready to go, you know, on Tuesday. Yeah.
1: And one thing I know we got some new people listening to you for the first time. You guys are out in the community a lot. And you do a lot of good things. I, I give you a chance here to tell the folks. I mean, you guys really do. Your players are out meeting fans, taking photos. I mean, it's it's an awesome organization.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I appreciate that, and it's something that we've said since day one. If we're going to have an impact in St. Louis, and that professional soccer is going to you know continue to stay here and continue to do uh, some of the things that uh, we think it can do in the future and obviously a lot of excitement around that we have to do what everybody else in town does you know we have to be like the blues and the cardinals we have to be on the community um, we have to be you know changing some lives you know visiting some kids in hospitals bringing the game to some areas that maybe you know don't have access to the game and you know just you know our guys do a lot of it on their own to be honest you know uh, captain fan fink and Van Kavita and Sean Reynolds went over to uh, to Jackie Joyner Kersey Center a couple weeks ago just on his own. He told me about it, but he's like, look, I, you know, somebody contacted me, get a chance to go over there and talk to some kids about opportunities and, you know, challenges and struggles. And those are the type of people we have representing this club that just, you know, want to be in the community and, you know, honestly look to do some things on their own. So it's been good.
1: Now, people could get tickets for the Sunday or the I'm not Sunday, the Tuesday night match at Lindenwood, correct? At uh, can, we, can they go to the box office, or what, what? What's the scenario now for tickets? Yeah, they
0: can. Yeah, they can go to St. Louis. You know, spelled yeah. out S A I N T Louis FC dot com. Um, they can go there and purchase their tickets. We will be selling tickets at the gate because of the change in venue as well. And as I said before, great facility there at Lindenwood. Good people. Um, and it's a good place to watch a game. So, yeah, get to the website. Uh, box office at the soccer park uh, is open today. You don't need floaties to get in. It's not that bad. You can get them there today <laughs> till 5, and then uh, again on Monday, and then Tuesday we'll be selling them at the gate and online, obviously, throughout the weekend.
1: Well, Jeremy, thanks for spending a few moments with us. Looking forward to getting out there on Tuesday and watching the team come home, and also good luck on the game uh, up in Hartford this weekend.
0: I appreciate it,
1: Jim. Thank you. All right. Jeremy Allenbaugh, Vice President and General Manager of St. Louis FC with us. Uh, we're going to get back to Blues Talk, but there's a lot of stuff, by the way, going on in the world of soccer with St. Louis FC. Today starts the Women's World Cup. Competition starts there. You can catch that all week, or all next month on Fox. And then we've got the Gold Cup starting uh, in about three weeks. Uh, the United States will be involved with that. Unfortunately, we found out yesterday Josh Sargent will not be on the selection for the gold cup, which was a little disappointing. So we'll see where that takes uh, the US men's national team. It's just the same old it's a little frustrating. Same wasn't
3: old BS it? with the national team. I you hope it's maybe after they cleaned house and after kind of the probationary period of Bruce Arena coming back that they, they were just gonna kinda of transition to a new mindset. They were, you know, gonna be more forward thinking and then Josie Altador somehow still getting a roster spot over Josh Sargent. Um I can understand Jordan Morris getting one because of his youth, but like, there's that was the thing they said. They, they said they took um, Zardes and Althor because they're just better right now. They're playing better than Sargent. Um, there's no doubt in my mind that Josh Sargent's playing better right now than Jordan Morris. So I'm not sure how that roster move makes sense. That that really bothered me. Yeah, there
1: was a lot of questions with that. We'll see how it plays itself I like out.
3: I like the rest of the roster. Less yeah. us Looks good. I like the. Uh, you know, I like getting to see Stefan in goal, um, and obviously anytime you get to see Christian Pulisic in a USA uniform, I'm 100% for it.
1: Adams is going to get a chance to play a little bit. Tyler too. Adams is a monster. I yeah. Can't wait to see that. So are they, are,
3: uh, now, they had him listed as a forward? Oh, sorry, as a defender? Uh, yes. Not a midfielder? Yeah, they, we'll see. I you can see where he plays. I, I, I like that he just, I mean, honestly, played right back, played right wing back, and played center defensive midi f- across um, both New York and, is he in Salzburg or is he in Lipsig?
1: I, for Red Bull. I can't remember I can't remember which One of the, whichever yeah.
3: Red Bull team he's in. He's, he's jumping all around. I like that.
1: So it'll be interesting to see uh, how that, I mean, Bear Halter's going to get a chance in real competition to kind of put his stamp on where this thing's going. It's a lot of question marks. So a little soccer conversation to break things up. We have 590 baseball coming your way in just about 20 minutes or so. Bob Ramsey's going to join us. Brian Hoffman is still here with me. We'll have that for you. Looking forward to our baseball conversation about your Five favorite Cardinal draftees, and because of the uh, first-year player draft taking place this week, and we'll get into a lot of different things, uh, back to some Blues conversation. Uh, from the text line here, guys, does Sanford get a ring? Heck, yeah, he does. If, there, if there's one given out. How is that a,
2: I wonder if you meant yo.
1: Uh, there was another question about Yo. That was
2: around I, the time we were discussing why was, the coaching why, why was how
3: yeah. was for a question? He literally dropped a pass he, between his legs for the game for the what was yeah the you know setting up you know setting up the almost the game winning goal.
1: Yeah, uh, the Mike Yo thing. I mean, it, it's kind of up to the team at that point. I think so. And you could give him one. I imagine you might offer it to him. I don't know how he'll feel about that. I mean, if you're Mike Yo, do you go? Yeah, no, I think I'm all pass. Or do you go? Yeah, I was part of that. I, I, I don't know. I don't know how I'd, I'd feel about they that.
2: Couldn't have gone from worst to first without me.
1: Yeah, that's. <laughs>
3: yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, Jaden Schwartz would agree with that. <laughs> uh, exact <laughs>
1: conversation. Uh, also, from the text, why are so few people talking about the embellishment on the trip? I. A lot of people. I, are about that I, yeah, you know, I. We said a little bit about it in the last hour. It might have been embellished a little bit, but there was a trip there. Yes. Sorry, it was a penalty. It should have been called. It wasn't. It works in your favor. But a texter also brought up the point that, hey, maybe he just wasn't going to call a double because he might have felt it was embellishment and said, hey, uh, embellishment and tripping both, I'm not taking anybody off and and making this a four-on-four game. We're just going to stay out of it and let them play it five-on-five, which – yeah, if it works in Boston's favor, I'm a little angry, but I prefer them to swallow the whistle and let them play five on five. And say, boys, figure it out amongst yourselves. I, in, in all cases in the playoffs, that's my feeling on it. Unless there's a high stick, or you just flip the puck over the glass and it's a blatant delay of game, which is a black and white rule, just let them play. That's that's always been my my theory on the on the playoffs. But uh, some people will disagree with me. That's for sure. We got some folks to tell us about. How they've sponsored this program.
2: Yes, Appliance Discounters has opened a new location in Maplewood featuring the art of appliances by Appliance Discounters. Grand opening celebration will be announced very soon. You just got to see this showroom full of creative, colorful appliances. Lowest price, best service, best selection. Appliance Discounters also services what they sell. Come by today for huge savings on the full line of Bosch appliances with free installation specials on select models. And there's a sixth talking point, and it reads, huh? simply, Let's Go Blues. Also, Offenberg Hyundai over in Elfound, Illinois. Just hop on OffenbergHyundai.com. Take a look at their uh, their new and pre-owned inventory. Martin Kilcoin speaks very well of them. Just across the river in O'Fallon, a very easy drive from anywhere in the uh, St. Louis area. Offenberg Hyundai. Dot com.
1: Looking forward to maybe making a trip over there. Check out a new yeah. car. It's going to be a nice weather today. Maybe you want to head on over there. Back to the text line real quick. Have there been parade date announcements yet if we win on Sunday or Wednesday? I have not heard anything. I think it's a little superstitious for anybody that would put that out there right now. So I think they'll, you're just going to have to wait till probably... If it happens Sunday, you might hear something Monday morning. But I don't think anybody's even going to even remotely whisper anything <laughs> uh. about a possible parade until it's official i mean i mean just think about this if you're that here's person a, that leaks that but here's the thing and you lose that how person ner- is just crucified how forever. nervous
3: are you if you're a diehard blues fan but you're the person who's undoubtedly right now in a logistics meeting having to plan for this stuff yes. just in case. Like you're in a meeting today oh yeah, there, planning for this. If you're a diehard Blues fan, man, you you, you got to hate that, that, that you're personally tempting your own, like, your, your own fate in your mind because I'm not that superstitious, but, man, if I was, and I was in one of those meetings, I would, I'd have to plug my ears.
1: Tom Stillman is an awesome owner, but if the Blues had some crazy owner that was off the wall, if anybody mentions a parade, you're fired. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine if that was the case? I mean, that would be, well, that would be crazy. Hey, Blues just landed at Lambert. Let's go, Blues. Is that from the text it's line? Is that Charlie Marlowe texting? I don't know if it was from Charlie or not. That would be interesting. Um, by the way, Charlie's not here because he had to had send out or go on out to uh, Lambert to get some footage that you can check out on Fox 2 tonight. And Martin and Frank are making their way back, so that's why they have been out all day today. Uh, we went from lose for Hughes to possible cup for the St. Louis Blues. Very true. I mean, it, it, that's when you put it in perspective like that, you, you just can't even begin to to figure out how this happened. But it, it's going to happen if the Blues win on Sunday, so a lot of, of fun things to get into about that. Are there any more uh, people we have to get to before we get to our Uh, end of the day? Well, there
2: is uh, Fast Eddie's in Alden, Illinois. Doors open usually at 1 o'clock, so I think it should be opening at 1 today, which means you can get there in time to catch Cubs Cardinals. Also, that would be a um, pretty fun place to catch Game 6 between the uh, Blues and Bruins over at Fast Eddie's in Alden, Illinois. Cheap there for a couple hours, so cheap food, uh, cheap drinks. Big old patio, always room for people there. They never run out of space at Fast Eddie's in Alton. Yeah, I mean,
1: can you imagine what the patio will be all like? It's packed. Oh, on Sunday night. Heck, it's probably awesome out there right now. It's I mean, it's beautiful out. It's a nice day when we get done here at 2 o'clock. We're going to be uh, I'm, I'm making a beeline to get out and enjoy the day <laughs> yes. and get ready because I will be pacing all day Sunday just looking at the clock countdown is it's only 6 a.m. I got a little too long to go maybe I should go back to bed and and wait for Sunday night <laughs> to get here I don't know that uh, a lot of things to get to how about you
2: again
3: I, I'm honestly considering I mean if some if someone can come, come over just put put an IV in and then have, just have me sleep that way I, I can just catch up on sleep and put a nice hydration level down for Sunday night I actually think that's a good plan on how to spend my week. I think that's that's probably the most beneficial thing I can come up with.
1: Okay, I, I'm, so uh, let's do this. Hey, before we get to the end of the day, I do have to ask you, Rock. What's your take on these finals? Where do you think they're going in the NBA?
3: Oh, whew, I have honestly, it, it, it's a cop out, but honestly, this is everything shifts on what what the injury reports say. Yeah, yeah. because Clay's clay, back for Game Four, and and so honestly, I think it's going to be close. Um, at this point, it really becomes: Can the Raptors just stay stay ahead by by a game? But if if Clay comes back in Game Four, the Warriors are able to even it up, or just go down like three to two, and then Kevin Durant comes back for Game Six and Seven, then it flips it. Here's the thing: He's not scrimmaging in this in the in the lineup to game in the, you know in the, in the setup to Game mm-hmm. Four, makes it really hard for me to think he's going to be at a point where you want him playing in the finals of the NBA, even by Game Seven. So that we might just never see Kevin Durant on the court in these finals. So right now I'm still leaning towards the Warriors, but just because we saw what they did in game two with Clay Thompson but without Kevin Durant. I
1: I hope it stays close because the other night I gave up after Toronto went up. I'm like, yeah, this well, thing's also done. that
3: was that was not a good game. So no, like it wasn't. I, I'm somebody who usually um I argue against people who are just like the NBA isn't fun to watch. Um Yesterday was a good day to come at me for that that statement because that was despite the fact that all I've actually wanted for five years is a game where Stephen Curry has to take every single shot. Uh, it wasn't aesthetically pleasing of a game to watch, which no, was disappointing. No. It was, really was not an aesthetically pleasing game. Um, but again, I also I, I feel like if it wasn't a finals game, I do kind of still want to see Stephen Curry just have to like play on a crappy team for like one year just so he has to have like a. LeBron or like a Russell Westbrook like 35% usage rate. That'd be so much fun. I miss old Stephen Curry when he was just pulling up casually from 30 every other possession.
1: He's fun to watch when he's, he's so owned. much
3: fun when he's watching but when he's getting triple teamed. And let's not forget, I mean, a lot of people are talking about it and it's kind of it's kind of become like a, a joking Xs and Os basketball nerd thing, but like the Raptors played a box and one in the NBA Finals. Yeah. That's 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 that's, un- what, that's unbelievable. <laughs> like yeah. that never happened to Jordan.
1: No. So you're right about that. So that's our take on the NBA. It is now time for the end of the day. The end of the day. Okay, when's the end of the day?
0: At the end of the day, it's going to be tough to tell someone they might not be in it. At the end of the day, even though there's moments where you're like, oh, I, you yeah, know, I don't want to do this.
2: Uh, speaking of the NBA, it is now being reported that uh, Mark Stevens is going to be uh, likely asked to sell his shares before the getting him next uh,
3: season. Uh, Darren cool Rovell put out a tweet. I didn't see
2: it, he me. Well,
3: he's, <laughs> he's looking at about a 2.7 billion dollar return on those shares he bought them for 800 million, they're worth about 3.5 billion so now. Where's the
1: punishment? <laughs> well, yeah, that's a great People point.
3: said the same thing about Donald Sterling. Yeah. He What's you know, he sold, he sold the Clippers at a time when um, NBA teams were like getting their actual value plus a billion dollars. where was the actual punishment?
2: Right.
1: Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. I'll be more just, than you happy know, just, to go just away. Just a couple billion. Can I push somebody else? To just make me a sell couple. Something else?
3: Here's the thing, though. In all actuality, though, having to sell those before they officially get one season in San Francisco, I bet he lost five hundred million. Maybe, yeah. maybe more than that. If he just sit, if he's able to just sit on those for one year when they're in San Fran, mm. I bet those things are worth four billion. Even he, I mean, he he lost some money by being. A, Complete dump.
1: It yeah, yeah. Yes. was a stupid move. He deserves what he's getting, but no doubt about that. Don't feel sorry for him. Cardinals, Cubs,
2: three games set. Ooh. Uh Cardinals have the same three pitchers going this weekend that they did last weekend in the uh at least the probables are. In Mike S. Flaherty and Wainwright, different location, yes. your yeah. expectations, but don't give away too much because we have fun in the baseball. Up yeah, time.
1: I. You know what? Here's what I think. Uh, no one's going to see Sunday's game because they're going to be watching the That's Blues. True. So the only two that matter are Saturday and Sunday, and I think it'll be a split.
2: What's to th- say for the sake of argument? Wainwright has a perfect game going late on Sunday night. Like
1: 9 30. It never happened because no one will see it.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and
2: nope. finally, Sunday night, let's hear it predictions. Blues, Bruins, Enterprise Center, puck drop about 720. 19,000
1: very liquored up Blues fans. Oh, yeah, look the aisles. What you got? I got a Blues win. I think somehow it's going to be a two goal win. I don't know if it's an empty net or it but I think the. It's going to be a little less uh, drama because of that, um, because it'll make me happier too, but I think the Blues win, and I just can't imagine what's going to take place after. It'll be the uh, most awesome thing I've ever seen in this town in terms of a sports fan.
3: Just for old time's sake, do you think they can get the top level to sway a little bit? <laughs> oh wow! I hope not. I hope not. That would be bad for the building.
1: We just did all those improvements. I but mean, you got like, you got like
3: ten thousand people up there. Just yeah. feeling like nostalgic. You know, just a little old, little old time oh, arena feel to gosh. it. My gosh,
1: I just I can't imagine what downtown St. Louis would be on Sunday night. You
3: mean after they win that one three one one? Yes. The, uh, the FD net goal. I agree. Yes. I agree. That's I can't I'm imagine. Thinking.
2: I'm thinking a three one game too. I wouldn't mind a three goal win, but I'll take three to one. Lose. I, I, close
1: it out i mean in reality i'm hoping for a quick start they find a way to get an early goal in the first four minutes of the game and then it's it's all i mean it's just euphoria after that it's just that building will they they might not sit down the rest of the game i mean that that could be just an awesome thing to see
2: all right that's the end of the day
1: that will do it for the midday grind for the press box it's been a interesting three hours It has gone by pretty quickly. We've gone into a lot of different things, and when we come back after the top of the hour, we'll switch it into baseball gear. It'll be 590 baseball. Bob Ramsey will join us. We'll talk a lot of things Cardinals. We'll get into some memories. I might even ask Bob because I I wanted to get to him before we got out of here, but he's not in here at the moment. He'll be in here. I'll ask him his favorite memory of this Blues run this Ah. far because I think we all have something that has stood out, and I remember catching a tweet uh, during this run, where Bob said, "I'm sitting here with the family and everybody's on the edge of their seat." I mean, that's that's going to be a fun memory I mean, of, of what's taking place, and we'll we'll get into all of that as we continue moving through a fabulous Friday here on 590 The Fan and 590 thefancom dot com.